0: Log Talk Radio Let's keep it
1: and peace and love and happy Thanksgiving weekend and all of that great stuff. (laughs) We thank and praise God for another chance and another opportunity to join in with you in the airwaves on today. And it's just, you know, we are in that season of Thanksgiving and, and God has been just so incredibly good to us just to wake us up each and every day and to bless us. On our journey along the way with him, so we are we are grateful and we're in that mode. But we're also looking at the fact that this year is almost over. We only have a month left to go. This is the last Saturday of uh, of the month of November, and um, as they say, the older you get, the faster time seems to just fly by. And it is definitely proving to be a fact um in in my life. I know the older I get it's just like you know you blink and the year is gone um but i, I i'm grateful I'm grateful that God has brought us through um to this this point in time in this year it, it is definitely a blessing, and I want to um open up the the airwaves and Say hello and welcome to my my wonderful co-host this morning. We have the beautiful Tanya. Tanya, Lord God, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya Roberts on the line with us and funny man D.L. Henry. Good morning, good morning. How are you guys?
2: Good morning, beautiful.
1: How are you? I am awesome. I am awesome. How are you, D.L.?
3: I am wonderful. I'm over here percolating. <laughs> I just got up, Father, I thank you, even right now. That late-night cardio is a beast. You hear me when I tell you? Father, I just want to thank you, even right now, for the fat demon being released out of my life. In Jesus' name, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Amen. Amen. Tell us about your journey, D.L. How much
1: have you lost
3: so far? Oh, my goodness. How much have I lost so far? I don't even keep up anymore. But I have um, – last week, I tell you, I lost nine pounds last week. And
0: okay. and so
3: I have uh, intensified the, the cardio um, quite a bit uh, now. I, I think I do – I don't do um, less than an hour now. Uh, before, it started mm. off 30 minutes, then I went 45 minutes. So now it's a straight mm-hmm. hour of power. So uh, in the week um, – in last week alone, um, I think I've lost uh, – I lost 9 pounds last week alone, so I think that brings me a little bit over, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think, where did I start out at originally? Yeah, a little bit over 100 pounds, and so I have about wow uh, 80, 80 pounds to go. So Wow,
1: that's incredible. I, I applaud you, I, I really, really do, that's incredible. You know, that you're just, you're keeping the focus and and you're just pressing on. That's an incredible, incredible thing. Determined. How did you?
3: I want to be being the best version of you. You got to be the best version of you so you can be the best version for someone else.
1: Amen. Amen. That's awesome. How did you fare this week with all of the festivities and all the wonderful food that everybody was preparing and providing?
3: the bottom The bottom line is this uh with anything when you go and you sweat like I do in the gym, you look at food differently,' As you said there's no way in the world I'm getting ready to eat all this stuff and digress from what I was doing. So you go in and mm-hmm. I mean, you can eat, but you just eat smaller portions, you know um mm-hmm. you know, enjoy yourself, don't deny yourself anything. you know it's just mm-hmm. like i I give you a perfect example. I don't drink anything but water, and it's either Fiji water or Evian because it has alkaline in it. That's the best waters that you can
0: mm-hmm. you can
3: have because they actually work for you. If you're drinking any other type of water, you're just drinking to be drinking. It doesn't benefit your body in any type of way, but hydration, I should say. But mm-hmm. So I don't drink sodas. I don't drink juice. I don't drink anything but water. So I do that just in case I want a piece of pie. Because all the sugar that, there's actually more sugar in teas and stuff like that than anything. So for me, not okay. drinking anything else, I'm like, you know what, I can have a piece of pie and be okay with it. Because I've denied mm-hmm. myself on this. I'd rather have my sugar in a piece of cake than to drink it. I got you. That's You know, so it's... it's, it's I wouldn't say the less of two evils, but it's just my way of saying, you know what? I'd rather have a piece of cake than to drink my sugar. i just rather mm-hmm. drink water because mm-hmm. it's going to benefit me more. And then, you know, with me, I stay away from the beef or the pork, and I eat fish, chicken, or turkey, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: so uh, then I always put more greens on my plate than anything. So then whatever the meat is, whether it's beef, pork, or whatever you guys eat, when you eat enough greens... You find yourself getting full faster. And those things actually have no calories whatsoever. So uh, if they do have calories, it's minimal. But if you eat a lot of greenery, then when it comes down to everything else, you know, it's not it's not much. You're not intaking much. So it works.
1: So it's all in the choices that you're making.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Like this morning, I'm having a smoothie because I'm not a breakfast person. But I have to mm-hmm. put something in my body. So I got a strawberry, uh, pineapple, spinach smoothie. Good. Good.
1: Good. Good. How was your gobble-gobble
2: day, Miss Kenya? Uh-oh. You know what? I thank God. You better shut up because you know I did cook, and I did eat everything. Okay, and everybody else says they gave me
0: some. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> but again, you only can again like DL was saying, you only can eat a couple a couple of days of that. After a while you cut back and you say, Okay, back to normal because it's about getting uh-huh. back focused and, and about what you're supposed to be doing. So I thank mm-hmm. God for that. We kinda were on our way back from my husband's dad's house and a deer hit us. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh God. No. So oh, it is God. a
2: blessing. To say, okay. man, we're still here. Because people, I didn't realize, and I've heard stories, what a deer can do to your car and, and to people.
0: Okay.
2: And um, we might as well try to swerve, slow down and swerve, and he still, we hit the back end of him, he tore up the whole side of my car. So oh, wow. we, we thank God we didn't hit him on impact. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something, what I thank God about. If this was me last year, I would have been flipping out, pressing out. Sweating about the car. Oh my gosh. But I had a calmness over me and I began to laugh. And my husband said, What's wrong? I said, Ooh, we another blessing. It doesn't matter what it looks like. You know what I'm trying to say because I'm not flipping yeah. out. I'm calm. I'm not screaming at my husband. Oh my God. Ah, 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 you know, so that's a blessing. That's growth. You know, and um, like you're saying, just finishing the year with diligence and differently and if it's not just your food, your attitude, every something about you, don't go back because this year is almost over. If The Lord bless us. We're just uh, so blessed to be alive. One more day, I told my husband, man, it could have turned out differently. I've heard a deer coming in windshields and, and different things like that but it was only the half of the car. So, we were still able in the back roads to drive home in safety. And he let us do that. And I'm just so blessed today. So, amen. Amen. You know,
3: Tanya, I was going to ask you something because you said the deer hit y'all. What was the deer driving?
2: You, He was a uh, hit and run. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I,
0: and he hit us. He hit us. It the deer was a hit
2: run? and run. I told Jerry, when I go through the insurance, I'm like, it was a hit and run, a deer, okay? And you know what? He hit us so hard. You know, that's, I never realized that those things are like hitting a brick wall with the way they make these yes, cars but. now. The yeah. cars are plastic, yeah. and the deers are the wall. And, man, let me well, tell you something. Ooh, Lord, he slobbed on the side of my door. That's how hard. Okay? He went the front and slobbed on the side door. And it just hurt me, And kept running. Because huh? I... Well, you know what, he did, but I know that it was a girl and it, it, she was wounded, but it just hurts you because our world and their world, you know what I'm trying to say, and it's like, I never did anything like that before, so my heart was hurt at the same time, even for the animal, because the animal was seemed like it was, she was more scared than we were at the moment, so mm-hmm. it's
0: just,
2: it, it's just amen, and as they say, I'm mm-hmm. still calm, thank you Jesus today, hallelujah. Anyhow, okay, man. hit
0: and run, amen. all right. Yeah, a hit and run, okay. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> oh, no, man. you know what? My
2: that deer God. hit you so my hard, says, it'll make you stop. And man, you look around, you still oh, you yeah. can't. Yeah, I can't imagine the people where the deer is still there on the side of the road because you see, I see a lot yeah. of dead deer, you know, and yeah. so, yeah. man, yeah. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I said, Oh man, deer can kill people. I've heard heard them killing people. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Oh, mean, my, oh this, my lord. This is a
1: blessing that you're on the line today telling us about it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah I never but I never thought been a this. lot of fatalities due to deer. So yes. yes.
2: Yes. 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 And I'm just exactly what you're saying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And hallelujah. Amen.
0: Okay, In a still, a good, you know, you,
2: still a good, still a
0: good day. Anyhow, you know what I'm saying. Anyhow, but they say yeah, yes. yes. we.
3: Oh, they don't say it like man. that, then. Oh God, Father, we thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hey, Amen. Yeah, look, uh, what you
1: talking about? Both opened up with some incredible things, um, just to segue into to our discussion on today, because just as as DL is say was saying about you know the choices that he makes, you know to stay on his course, you know he, he's on he's got a mission and he's staying faithful to his mission, even through, you know, most people claim, quote, unquote, to fall off of diets and, and what have you, and the regimens or whatever when the holidays hit because of the fact that, you know, everybody is cooking all of this really, really good food and what have you, and, you know, so everybody is trying to get their grub on. But like you said, you know, you make your choices to um, partake of, what's what's the, I, and I'm like you, I don't want to say the lesser of two evils, but what's better, you know what I'm saying, what's better? I know for myself when I eat, I have to make choices. I can't eat a lot of bread because the bread will fill me up and I can't eat that much at one time to begin with, so I make my choices, you know, unless I'm someplace like Carrabba's and I just got to have that bread with that olive oil and seasoning. <laughs> uh, I normally
0: don't. <laughs> Oh, wow. Really,
1: I don't partake in bread, you know, because it, it's like I know that if I eat it, then I can't eat my meal. So the choices that we make. And, and for you, Tanya, to talk about your growth over this past year, that a year ago you would have been beside yourself as to what has happened, you know, but you can – Tangibly mark the growth in you in your walk with the Lord. That's incredible. You know, and these are the kind of things that we want to talk about and bring to the forefront and discuss as we finish this year out. We got one more month. And for some, you know, you're so focused on 2017 that you have completely forgot to finish out this year. All you're waiting for is, you know, I just want the new year to begin. I just want this year to be over with. But you have forgotten that there are some precious promises that God has made to you. There are some commitments that you've made to yourself. There are some things that still need to be contended for and manifested in your life yet and still in 2016. So we, we want to talk about not getting so focused into the new, you know, that we forget about the present. I want to read something to you. I read this this morning, and it really, really blessed my soul. Um, it's a little note that was written by a gentleman by the name of K.D. Bow. K.D. Bow is a radio personality in Atlanta on Praise 102.5. Um, And I used to listen to him all the time when I lived in Atlanta. I I really loved his spirit because he, he really was focused in on helping men become the best men that they could be so that the families would become the strong families that God has called us to and leading that into strong communities and what have you, what have you. But, when I was, I was going through my email this morning, and there was this blurb, and the blurb says, time to say goodbye to your jump off, (laughs) okay, time to say goodbye to your jump off, and I was like, okay, what is that about, so um, it was a newsletter from Praise 102.5, and I want to read it to you, it's very, very brief what he wrote, but it is very, very impactful, and it says, you won't marry your destiny if you're still sleeping with your past. Your destiny requires an all or nothing mentality. The potential for your future won't be consummated as long as your past is a jump off. Your destiny is calling. How bad do you want it? You keep going back to your past because you're familiar with it, but it's your past. And not your present for a reason. Greatness awaits you, but you have to tell your past you won't be coming over anymore. And then he he listed Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That just resonated in me. I was like, you go, boy. <laughs> Okay, seriously. I mean, I had to comment. Well said, my brother. You know, you you can't reach your just destiny if you're sleeping with your past. If you keep going to, and we we know um, your jump off is a, a slang term for you know your your little side thing, your side chick, or whatever you want to call it. You know, um, but the way he he used this in this content, I really really liked it. And the fact is that a lot of times we get to this time of the year and our past behavior has relegated us to, okay, I just want the year to be over so I can go to the next one. I just want to get to the next one. That's our past behavior. You know, everybody's looking for the next year. It's going to be better in the next year. we've got to focus on finishing this year strong. We've got to focus on that. We've got to focus on that. So, um, D.L., just, you know, share your heart with what will, um, and, and you can give me your opinion on this this little thing that Katie um, wrote as well, but share your heart on how we continue our focus on the here and the now and contend for the promises and the vows that we've made for this year because this year is not gone
3: yet.
0: Hmm. Well,
3: that, that really uh, resonated with me um, as, as well. As you're trying to, um, how can I say, move forward um, in where you're at right now, there's always things that, that come um, from uh, your past to try to distract you and, and to, to knock you off of course. Uh, me, I, I give you a, a, a personal testimony. My son is here with uh with me, and um you know you try to move forward even with with helping your children and things of that nature, even though you know at age twenty, I consider you to be grown, you need to be uh as a man need to be doing some things uh for uh yourself to make a long mm-hmm. story short um I told him that you know you got to be re- responsible you know you have your fiance with you and you, you know so you need to start paying bills. So I told mm-hmm. him, uh, look, you need to pay five hundred dollars a month, that's gonna cover your rent and your utilities. When I tell you this Negro said this is not fair when I pay over sixteen hundred dollars a month in everything, and tells me, Well, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. I said, Well, what do you consider to be fair? He said about three hundred, three mm-hmm. fifty. So To make a long story short, sometimes the things, you know, you know things about your children in particular, especially when you've had it in your your past experiences with them, with their mindset and how they think and things of that nature. And so you have to stay focused even when it's someone that's closest to you that you genuinely care about. That you genuinely love Because it's things like that And I have been in such this this mood And it was distracting me From uh, going to the place where I need to go This, you know, by the end of this year Just being uh, determined to do that But that's how the enemy works It will get the people that's closest to you at times To really hinder you Not that Mm -hmm. they're doing it on purpose But it's just part of The process So you have to determine As much as you love a person As much as you may care about a thing What is more important Is it more important That you allow your past To dictate your future As well as your present Or Is it that you cut the things From your past so that your future and present can be where God will have you to be. And so those decisions, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people think just cutting your past away is is easy. It's not. It's very difficult, Mm -hmm. especially with the ones that you have involved. But you have to say to yourself what is more important. Sometimes I, I tell people all the time, if you're on an airplane and you have two babies and the airplane is going down and the mask comes down, Who you put the mask on first People always talk about, you know, putting it on uh, uh, Their kids Which is, to me, the wrong answer Because if you put it If you give it to your kids Then they don't have the mental capacity Nor the intelligence To know how to distribute the air uh, Mm
0: -hmm. Equally
3: So that everybody survives Mm -hmm. But you do So you save yourself Mm -hmm. first And people look at that as being selfish, but sometimes you have to save yourself first in order to save others because some are not at the maturity capacity that they need to be at in order to save others. So you have to understand that. So, you know, with that particular situation, I have gone into self-saving mode so that I'm able to preserve what it is that God has, has for me. And uh, sometimes it's it's, it's difficult uh, because of uh, of who is tied to who your past is tied to.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. And that's good. And you know the the and on the planes will tell you put your mask on first and then take care of you know the, your child or whatever. So you know that, that's a proven fact to be true. Tanya, um, same question to you. Or looking for the the same um, comments, basically. On, you know, how are you? Or what can you encourage our listeners to to do as far as finishing out this year strong, you know, um, and um, and not allowing the things of your past to hold
2: you back from going into your destiny. You know, sis, I can definitely say I I feel like I've been one of the a person that held on to the past for a very long time. No matter what. Even when you know and you hear there for there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we know this and we still go back to our past because whether it's hurt we're trying to correct or relationships we're trying to repair or whatever it is, but you can't. You have to move on in the word where it says, Lord, teach me the number of my days that I may be able to live them out in wisdom. And it's like I'm, even with my 15 year old, still going through some things. But now, thank you, Jesus, I'm looking at my life like you're saying, mm-hmm.
0: how fast
2: it's going. And I realize mm-hmm. that certain things are just not worth it anymore. And trying to go back to your past is not trusting God in your future. That's what he told me. Again,
0: going back in your past,
2: going back in your past is not trusting God with your future. Because you keep like the children of Israel, and I've done it. You know what I'm saying? Walking around that mountain, going back, as long as the manna is good. But the moment the wind blows hard, you're running back. And that's not trusting God. And you say you love him and you trust him. And, you know, and we have to watch our words. Because you don't know what's in the future, but it has to totally, you have to be able to know that it's better than what's in your past. The past is the past, and today is the present, which means a gift from God. Today is the present. And, you know, like I said again, last year I'm like a mini stroke flipping out about different things that I, I couldn't change anyway. My husband always says to me, you can flip out all you want to, it's still going to have the ending results that it's supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's like you're saying when we pray the serenity prayer, and again, praying in that word and, and say to the Lord, I want to know the number of my days, and I won't be tripping over things that are just not important. I understand what my brother's saying when it comes to your kids. But now what I say is when I notice my daughter getting ready to get kicked up and want to take me in that world that she's still mad about, then I have to calm myself down and say, you know what, if you want to go, you go by yourself because I'm not going. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't care. But it's only so much the Word of God says, if you don't listen to 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 reason, basically, if you don't listen to what the Word's uh, instruction, then you have to pay the penance of that that disobedience. Mm-hmm. So I'm just mm-hmm. really... I beseech my brothers and sisters today to tell you, it's not worth it anymore. Let go. Let go and live for today. That's all you can handle is today. You can't control what happened yesterday, and you can never get it back. The time, that's what the enemy is trying to steal from us, is our time while we're tripping out, being angry and mad, confused, the same battle as last year and the year before, still angry with people, not letting go. Of things still trying to hold on When you maybe messed off some money Or you didn't do the right thing with your finances What are you doing today with the time God is giving you mm-hmm. For the father has gone off And he's soon to return and he's going to ask us What have we done with our talents what, would, what have we done with what he Instilled and trusted us in What are we doing with it And if anybody mm-hmm. can say anything I'm the longest person that's held on to the past, And I realize that Today Today, every day that you live is so precious. It's a moment, just a breath, and just trust God with your today, and trust mm-hmm. Him will make if tomorrow may bring. You know it's amazing
1: um, that we we go through so much, and and it's it's a necessary progress, you know, in the Lord, yes. but. A lot of times what causes our going through to be more amplified than it needs to be is our perception of it um, and how we incorporate the spirit of the living God in the midst of it. Yes. When we look at at the patriarchs and the matriarchs back in in the the biblical days, as they say, um, they all had a story where they had to endure. Every one of them had hardships they had to endure. Every one of them had times of waiting they had to go through. And every one of them had times of contending that they had to go through, which means that they had to literally war for the promises of God. And a lot of times I think we, we misunderstand the be still and know that I'm God. Okay, we we take it that we are to sit on our hands and do absolutely nothing. And that's not the be still that God implied there. Be still means stop trying to do it yourself and trust right. me for it. But in the midst right. of your trusting me, please hear my right. will for the matter, my word for the matter, and embrace my way for the matter, which means that, you know, you have got to align yourself with the directives that God is giving you. And that means you can't just sit back on your laurels and do absolutely nothing. You have to petition God. God, I need your wisdom. What, what, what would you have me to do in this? You know, um, sometimes be still means shut your mouth. Okay, stop speaking depth to your situation. And that's a lot of times what we do when we get to this part of the year, oh, well, it's not going to happen. I just want the new year to come. Well, I guess I didn't hear God write, you know, um, everybody else gets blessed but me. I don't know why he's so angry with me. I don't know why he won't do this, that, and the other in my life. So I'm going to be mad at God. I just want this year to pass, and I'm going to go on. Or something has happened this year. Uh, possibly you've lost a loved one, you know, or you've lost something that was very important to you, very vital to you, you thought. okay. Um, and please hear me, I'm not making light of your pain because we all go through these these things. But in the midst of going through, have you yielded yourself to God, even in the midst of your quote-unquote losses, okay? Because in God, there's nothing to gain. Anything you've lost or you think that you've lost is something that needed to at that moment possibly be put aside, but if you're just looking at, at it as being detrimental and you can't go on or being detrimental and allowing it to hold you back, then your, your perception of it is wrong. Um, we have to recognize that in all that we go through, and, and especially like what D.L. was just saying, that it is more than just about you. It's more than just about you. And there's some times that we go through some hard things that is to build up up, so that we can be the breakthrough for someone else's life. You know, things that are hanging in the balance, you know, that you, you want to throw up your hands and give up on, it's not just about affecting your life. It's about affecting your loved ones. It's about affecting people that you don't even know It's about promoting in the spirit realm to help somebody really, really understand who God is. If D.L. was to sit back and allow his son to dictate to him what's the better thing, then he's failing as a father because it's his job to teach his son responsibility. The son wants it easier. The son said, as you heard him, well, this is not fair. What's not fair about it? Tell me where else you're going to go and live on $500 a month, you and your people, okay, and it's all good.
3: Right, you know, right,
1: right. It's a, it's a building process. got to learn, and, and D.L. is trying to teach his son how to be a man, okay? So we have to get to that place of what I'm doing is for the greater good. You might not like it right now. It might not even feel good right now. But I promise you, in the long run, you'll look back and you'll understand why I took the stand I took and why you had to step up to the plate. You know, I know for myself as a woman, my mother was a hard taskmaster. She really was. But you know why? Because she had lived a hard life, and she knew the pitfalls that would be out here for me, number one, as being a female. Number two, as being a female of color. And so she wanted to make sure that she instilled in me the tenacity to not let anything stop me, to not live on excuses of I'm a woman and I'm black. That was never an option for me. I was taught you can be anything you want to be as long as you apply yourself to it. You may have to work a little harder than some others. You may have to even work a little longer than some others. But all that God has placed within you for you to accomplish is accomplishable. So we have to understand that, you know, sometimes it seems a little hard. So I'm saying that, and I'm using natural analogies, but I'm saying it so that you can see the love of the Father in causing you to sometimes have to strive harder. Because the word says, to whom much is given, much is required. It is required of you to go through. <laughs> it just is. I mean, we can't get around it. We wish it wasn't. I, I know every one of us on this line right now could say, hold up both hands. God, does not really have to be like this? <laughs> like,
0: seriously?
1: You know? But as we look back from where He brought us forth from to this point, we can recognize and see his hand at work. And the thought of and knowing that there's such a great destiny ahead of us, and we're not just doing it for ourselves, we're doing it for our generation and for all those that God has placed for us to encounter along the way, then we understand, now, you know what, what I'm going through right now fails in comparison as to what is set before me. So I don't want to get caught up. I'm thankful that I know the greatness of the destiny that is set before me, but I don't want to miss the blessing of the present right now and what I need to do to contend for that. Think about it. When the children of Israel entered into the promised land, they still had to fight. The land was there. God gave it to them, but they still had battles to fight and he was their, their victor in the battles as long as they consulted him in the midst of it. For so yes, 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 this is a great season that we're in, and the promises of God are yea and amen, but do not ever think that you can just sit back and not have to contend for the promises that God has given you. So the purpose of this show today is to encourage you to finish strong. The word said that the race is not given to the swift, but to them that endure it until the end, and in your enduring, you have to build up yourself, your spirit, and all those around you to get to the end, so we can't sit back and be so caught up in the new year's coming. We all want that new year to come. We love the newness. We love the freshness. Oh, I can start all over again. Can I have a redo, please? (laughs) You know, and I think that's our, our focus at the beginning of a new year. It's like, oh, this is my redo. I can do it again. But, but it's really not. It's not a redo. It's a continuation. So you want to make sure that when you get going into that new year, you're going in strong because you finished well. You're, you're fighting the good fight of faith. You're not just sitting back. You're not just sitting back. So, Pam, I'm going to start with you this time. Give some examples of how to contend well, how you feel that God would, would lead our audience to in, in fighting and warring for the promises of God that are
2: yet to happen in 2016. You know what, Seth, while you were speaking, and it was really powerful, and I pray that the listeners heard every word that proceeded out of your mouth. Because what I was, while I was listening, the Holy Spirit was dealing with, my, with me and saying, tell the audience, because, see, I struggle with it. It's, your, it's how you look at things. Whatsoever a man thinketh, those shall he be. So if, you, if, if you're still struggling in your mind, then you don't know what spiritual, you don't quite know uh, the other spiritual warfare that's going on around you. Because that's one of the first things that the enemy uses is your mind. How are you looking at things? How are you viewing things? You may have a car and you've been driving the same car for I don't know how long. But thank you, Jesus, for the transportation. You may be wanting to move to the next level of the house, and I know I've wanted to. But thank you, Jesus, for where I am. Make it home, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what He told me last week was I was just got out, j- just taking care, of, just got out the shower, and I was oiling my body down. And He says, "Thy kingdom come." I say, "Excuse me, Father." He says, "Thy kingdom has come." See, it's your kingdom. Where are you at in your life? You can't start a new year's off to me, sis, if you raggedy. In 2016, you're going into 2017 raggedy. So right now, mm. somebody need, you need to start getting on your knees. You, know, you need to start changing up some prayer, asking the Lord to renew your mind. Yeah. So when he, if he blessed you to see 2017, see because what you don't know is tomorrow's not promised. We that deer could have damaged us and we would not be here today. I wouldn't have to be here today. See, it's your mental capacity of how you looking at things. Sometimes we live above our means, but we're mad at God. He didn't tell you to go out there and buy that most expensive house and car. He didn't tell you that because if you would have listened to wisdom. You probably would have moved into one or two bedroom and got you a used car to get you by until he can take you to the next level. See, what you have to understand is God is not mad at you. I don't know who I'm speaking to. God is not mad at you. He's not a man that he should lie, nor a man he has to confess. He don't play games that humans do. Get angry with you like that. You're angry with yourself because how you've always viewed things is how you look at things. I had, my car was a brand new car. See I couldn't look in and go my car got touched and But you know what I said? Ooh we another blessing. Cause thank you Jesus, I'm not tripping out, my blood pressure up, killing some more of my days with my heartstrings and everything else. Because what you gotta understand is. Takes each day as it is your first. We take on too much. We tell God again that we trust him. But do you really? Because if you did, then you would trust him with your mind and your thought. Because you've got to keep your mind on him. You've got to find time to meditate. You've got to have time for prayer. And if you're not doing that and you're working two jobs and you're doing everything else, then you don't, you're going to go into 2017 just like that, raggedy.
0: Mm.
2: I know some people say I think that I can do it And God bless me well okay if that's you Okay I'm like this Go for it But if you're still struggling With still some things in 2016 got attitudes with people Again you got Grudges and you're still being hateful And mean and nasty Then you need to truly ask God to deal with you with that Before you go into 2017 Because you're going to take that same monkey on your back again. So again, says I don't. I hope I answered what you were saying. Mm-hmm. But it's a you. You have to be. It. You have to keep your mind Staying on Jesus, because it's enough as it is. He didn't say don't. He said don't be like the horse with the bridle in your mouth. Have to be led to and fro. No, he wants you to trust him. Like my sister said, faith is now the substance of things that are hoped for, and the evidence of things that are not seen. Faith of knowing that God is going to take care of if tomorrow comes. But take care of today. Praise God and thank him where you are today. It may not be where you want to be, but that's not your end if you're here tomorrow. That means you have another day to get it right. Amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. D.L.? Yeah. Who uh, who
3: trying to be fussing at? You better
0: stop it! <laughs> I just uh, you better know, first of all. I want to
3: say that listen all this. Don't take what? a picture. She <laughs> just excited about Jesus, but
0: gotta tell you the truth. You don't say. I
2: love you.
0: My, uh, My God! I'm I'm it that, I, hey. I
2: want people to get it, D. I want people You're to stuck. get it because well, I've been stuck a so long bad. time. I don't want people to be stuck no more.
3: I know they ain't got no choice They ain't got no choice with you I'm going to tell you right now To God be the glory I
0: know i was just like
3: okay I'm going to do it Whatever she said I'm going to do it Jesus But uh, But uh, Here's uh, Here's my situation When I tell you that Alright there's not too many things that I hate in life But I hate hospitals I do not like Going to hospitals, and I think it's just because I was so close to my grandmother and and what happened to her. So I I I really don't like hospitals. But I found myself for the past three weeks going into a hospital like every day to see my friend that mm-hmm. had a, a massive stroke. And so um I I've, I've been there because I talked with him on Friday um uh, that particular Friday and he had the massive stroke that Sunday. So it lets you know how quickly things can can happen in your life can.
0: Can mm-hmm. change mm-hmm.
3: But I said all mm-hmm. of that to say This, we have to remove ourselves Out the way And totally, totally depend on God Because we could be going in one um, Direction and God Totally alters That plan just to see where you are Because as you know With me I've been saying You know what, alright All my kids are Out I need to do something for myself I've been talking about this transition Transitioning to Atlanta uh, For some time now And you know the time has come for me to transition And then my Friend has A massive stroke So now I'm sitting up here like he has Really no family nobody His whole right side is paralyzed So the only Person he had here is me So now I had to battle with the fact Is that I'm getting ready to transition To Atlanta God You know this is what I Want to do But Mm -hmm. God is saying You know what this thing is not about you Hmm. What about this person That has a problem With church folk That never Seen God but you are showing him God. And so I had to rethink my transitioning and say, you know what, I have to stay here till he gets better and open up my home to him so he has a place to go. Hmm. So it's so difficult at times because there are things that you want to do that you feel that you need to do for yourself. But there are things that God needs you to do to save a soul. Hmm. And so here's the deal. This thing is what I do not like. People can say it, but I'm just being transparent. My entire life I had to walk by faith. I do not like it. Let me go ahead and tell you, I like the results of it, but I do not like all the time the journey because I'm a type of person Mm -hmm. Being totally transparent and real as I can be. I do not like it because I like to know where I'm going.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: I do not like to get in the car and just drive and have no idea of where I'm going and just end up in like, boop, who likes to do that? Not me. But this is how this journey is with God. He's Mm -hmm. like, you ain't going to see nothing. Matter of fact, you just going to follow me, hear my voice. And if you don't put yourself in a position to do that, then you're going to get lost. And depending on when you line back up is how long you're going to stay lost. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: This is how faith works. You're on this journey of not seeing, but you are believing God to wherever you're going. And sometimes I tell people if faith is spiritual, that means the work must be spiritual. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the work is just patience. It's having the patience to hear God's voice and don't move until he says so. That's the mm-hmm. tough part because we're always ready to move and jump and go. And God's saying, be still. Be still. Be still because where you're trying to go is temporary. But where I'm trying to send you is the fulfillment that you need to have in your life. When are we going to get to the place where we stop trusting ourselves and trust God? Ultimately, mm. that's what it boils down to Stop trusting in your own abilities And trust God Because your ability is only going to get you so far But God, God. It gives you The eternal Gratification that you need And gets you to the place Of where you need To be in life It may not be What you think it should look like But that's the problem with people We're always looking for God to come in a certain form And that's just not the way that it happens You know, the bottom line is that Here's the thing I realize I've been walking this journey And I said, you know what, God I, I got to do this thing right Do you realize, you know, with me I've been married most of my life And now being single has been a challenge but what I come to realize is being, by being celibate that I have more clarity. Mm. By not being intertwined with anyone, I have more clarity about my purpose. Because let me tell you, if I was sleeping with someone, I'd be in Atlanta. I'm not going to lie to you. Ain't nowhere in the world I would have even heard, hey, stay here and make sure he all right. I'm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. bottom line is because you, you have a certain clarity. When you have certain junk that's not in your life That's true And so My thing is I thank God For the clarity uh, To be able To even hear him To be able to consider Mm -hmm. Because what I realized I missed a lot of things Because I hadn't been as clear As I am now And so it was things That he was probably saying I just didn't hear You ever been in a room Where it's been noisy and somebody say something to you Like I said that to you like well I didn't hear it The room was noisy well that's how it is in your Spirit when you're doing things that's not of God it's a bunch of noise Around and God is speaking but you don't hear Him and so you Miss out on the greater details of where he's trying To take you in your life so Clear out all the noise all the Foolishness Mm -hmm. in your life so that You can have a clear moment So that you can do what God Has asked you to do Because God is in the blessing business God wants you to have Everything That he wanted you to have It's up to us Whether we get it or not And it's this thing they call free will That hurts us Now you can choose To do whatever you want to do But I I beg you To choose God Because that's the right way to go I promise you Hallelujah
1: That's your boy. Amen. Okay, he just dropped the microphone. Okay. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's both of you. That's so, so rich and so good. Um, It it is just vital. It is so vitally important that, you know, what Tanya says, that whatever you – end the year with, you going to carry it right on over to the new year. So, you know, if you're ending this year out with garbage and bogged down and whatever, you're going to carry that right on into the new year, you know. But if you have, have embraced the spirit of God and embraced the will of God in your life and to know that as D.L. was talking, all I kept hearing D.L. was delay does not mean deny. That's all I kept hearing. Delay does not mean deny. So, when you allow God to take that first preeminence in your life, that you are going to be faithful to what He is calling you to do, you know, that changes the dynamics because you can't beat God's giving. Remember that. You cannot beat God's giving. So, while you may feel that you're sacrificing right now, Because there was something, quote, unquote, you wanted and you are unable to do right this minute. So to you, that's a sacrifice, which we're going to have a whole other show on what a sacrifice really is. But you feel like you're sacrificing at this time, I promise you, hands down, the word of God said that no one has given up houses, land, people, family, or whatever, that God did not repay them multiple times over in the land of the living, okay, while you're yet on this earth. So when you get to that mindset of allowing God to use you and allowing him to fully dictate your life for you, I promise the places that he is leading you to will blow your mind. Now, I'm like you, Dale. I, I have, you know, my life has been a faith walk, even before I was in Christ. It was just, you know, it was just right. nothing but the hand of God, okay? Seriously, you know, but that faith is the currency of heaven. And, and I've gotten, I've, I'm very used to the faith walk, but that doesn't mean I get it right every time, you know? I, I'm, I'm very accustomed through so having to depend on God, you know, because he makes sure that I don't get the big head and, and forget that, you know, it is in him that I move and breathe and have my very being. He makes sure of that, um, but sometimes we, we forget different things that if you're being led of God, and it is a faith walk that God is carrying you on, then you have to be, as you said, diligent to hear his voice, that clarity thing, that rang out in my spirit. You know, when you get the clutter out of your life, when you get the clutter of of day-to-day life out of your ears, okay, and sometimes that's difficult the clutter of day-to-day life. That's why Timothy said that a good soldier does not entangle himself in the affairs of this world. does not mean that the, the affairs of this world is not going to happen, but you don't get tangled up in it. You don't get so caught up in it that you lose sight of what God is saying or your commander-in-chief, the orders he's giving you to walk out, okay? You, you, you've got to keep that, 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 place with inside yourself that you've earmarked that this is where I meet with God at you've got to keep that free it's like your war room you know, it's just like the, the, um, when President Obama and his chiefs of staff and, and, you know, and the generals and whatever, they go into this room and they devise the strategies of war. And they call that room a war room where this is the place where you meet God at, is in your war room, and you devise the strategies of what he would have you to do in your life for the betterment of not just you, but of others. So, you know, we've got to make sure that with clarity we're hearing our commander-in-chief. We're not so caught up and entangled in the things that's going on. I'm in a place right now, I'm like, okay, there is so much excitement within me because I know that I know that I know I'm in my season. I, I know it without reservation, okay? I see the tangible manifestation of that season right at my fingertips. I mean, it's there. I actually see it. It's there. But it's like there's been, to me, in, in, in my natural thinking, delay after delay after delay. And I'm like, I'm going, okay, but I can touch it. I mean, I, I see it. <laughs> it's like, why the delays? And then you get caught up in, okay, well, I'm cool, Lord, because you're perfect timing. I know it's all good. You know, you you've got it. I know it's going to spring forth, and all is going to be well, and I'm not worried However, I get into that, okay, but I kind of need to go do this so that I can make sure I can take care of this building and and so that doesn't get turned off and and so, you know, family can eat. But I need to go do, okay, that that's my, my mistake. That's what I mess up when I get into what I need to go do instead of, Daddy, what are you saying? Because I promise you, every step of the way of what is vital, he's taking care of it. He, he, he's just, just, I promise, supernaturally taking care of it. So I've got to make sure that I don't lose my sight and in, in my, my stand in trusting him and walking this out by faith by going and saying what I got to do. Because that's my nature. I, I'm a doer, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to go do a temporary assignment, a temporary job. I got to go do something because this, this, and this needs to happen. God is going, really. <laughs> really. I promise. I this is this blew my mind. I was in in early morning prayer. This was past week. Um actually Wednesday. And um my my prayer time was different that morning. It was more it was just praise and worship. I just kept hearing these songs coming to me. So I wondered if I'm at the church. Um, I've opened up with praise and worship just myself, but I'm sitting there and I'm looking up all these different songs and just allowing them to minister to me. And I wasn't downtrodden, Please hear me. It wasn't like, you know, I came in with a woe is me attitude. It wasn't like that. I was just like, okay, I'm waiting for this fulfillment to come and whatever, but it was just a, a matter of worship. God took me into a place of worship. And then in the midst of the worship, he told me, you need to be at 1 at o'clock Bible study today because your pastor has a word for you. And so I'm like, okay. Now, I, I'm very aware that God can speak to us in many, many different ways, which is which was different because normally when I go to early morning prayer, you know, I open up with praise and worship, but then I sit with my Bible and my pen and my notebook so that he can lead me through the word and I can write and I can take notes and, and hear the voice of God speaking, and know what to pray, what to declare and release into the atmosphere. But this morning was different. And then he spoke that to me, so I was like, okay. So I came back. Um, And this was so powerful to me. The word that God had given my pastor that morning in his private prayer time, and he shared it with us, was that if you trust me, you won't do this thing. And the way he shared it was like he said, please hear me. My, My mind wasn't on anything bad, sinful, you know, something catastrophic or whatever. It was just, you know, in his mind trying to put some pieces together like we all do, you know, trying to make sure all is well. And that's what the Lord spoke to him. And so that resonated in my spirit because as I'm sitting there, I'm trying to put pieces together, and in my putting, trying to put the pieces together, God was speaking to my heart to let me know, you're not trusting me in this because you're trying to put this together. Let me do it. Let me be who I am in your life. Let me be God let me be your loving father let me be your provider let me be your keeper let me be your sustainer let me be all that you say that I am and you stop trying to put it together if you trust me don't do that and it was just such a, it was such a it was just overwhelming for me because i knew that you know wow that's the God we serve, just to make sure that we stay on the path that he called us to. And we've got to walk this thing out by faith. We've got to. We're, we're out of time, and there's so much more I would love to share, but we're going to close it out for now. But our biggest thought and our biggest thing for you going into this new month, this, this, this last month, this is that, that push to get through this year is that it is strong. Hear the voice of God. Don't try to take it into your own hands to help him. Allow him to direct you and guide you. And I promise 2016 will end in a manner of which you couldn't even imagine. And you will take that momentum into 2017 and and what God has planned for us in the coming year is just unbelievable. Unbelievable! So the God be the glory. Thank you both so much. I, I, I thank and praise God that he put us together. Seriously, this Amen. is of God, the three of us. You know what I'm saying? This is so of God, seriously. It is such a blessing. And Lord willing, um, one more month, in January, we will have done this for a year. This is incredible. Wow. You know, it will be a year. We did our first show January 2nd of this year. So <laughs> this is this is really a blessing. And and just to hear um, and listen to you guys is just a blessing my soul. Seriously, it does. So amen. anyway Same. Amen. Guys, have a very, very blessed week. We have a special show for you next week. We are we're scheduled to have a guest. Her name is um, Pam Perry. She is a PR guru. Um, and she has some things to share for you that will help you in your quest to finish this year strong So it's, it's, it's going to be An awesome show so please tune in With us next week We bless God for you Have an incredible week Happy Thanksgiving season Continue to give thanks unto God Each and every day for his manifold Blessings in your lives And we love you With the love of Christ Amen Amen. Amen. Thank you guys Love you All right.
3: Love you back
2: Love you guys. Let's
0: keep it.